Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here in New York City. It is a cold and rainy day in New York. Uh, definitely the day for curling up with some delicious minestrone soup, which I had just finished, and a lovely spinach pie. Uh, this is my monthly discussion group meeting. Uh, and we had uh, Anita made amazing spinach pie, as she said. I married a Greek, and I know how to make a spinach pie. And Karen brought her amazing, uh, uh, her amazing minestrone soup. And a shout out to Jane and Raymond. Raymond's homesick with the flu, and Jane, who's home taking care of him. Um, we missed you guys, and uh, lots of love to everybody else in the world. At any rate, what we're going to look at today, this week, is there's an eclipse coming. And we are in eclipse season, which does make you get sick um, because it brings hidden things to light. And it says, oh, my God, this has been festering away inside of you. So we have to deal with it immediately, if not sooner. Everybody gets a little cold. Of course, it's flu season. They keep announcing how many people have died on the radio I listen to. Another one dead from the flu. And somebody asked me about this, and I said, you know, back in 1918, 1919, there was the Great Influenza, where hundreds and hundreds of millions of people died all around the world. Uh, And as my friend Raymond said, the bodies were piled up in the streets. You know, he remembers it. He was a little kid then. Um, And the pictures of the the dead bodies were kind of part of the part of the story because there were coffins and bodies everywhere. So. Um, our body count isn't nearly as high, but that great influenza uh, energy is out there. And, of course, it is a new moon in Aquarius. Um, the eclipses are here. We're in the middle of eclipse season. We're in the waning phase, meaning we're going towards the new moon that happens this week on Thursday, which is an eclipse. Now, eclipses happen twice a year, and they happen in either the north node of fate or the south node. So this is the closer for the one that happened in August. So something happened in August that was at 25, 26, and this one is at 27 opposite it. So it kind of wraps up that story. You remember that big hoo-ha everybody had about the eclipse all across the country? Well, the the hoo-ha calms down now, (laughs) and we go forward into new categories. Uh, And it also kind of culminates what we've been working with to say that's done, now we're ready for a new energy. When the eclipses are near the south node, they tend to be more releasing. They tend to be more letting go and saying, okay, this is finished, this is done, we have to let this go now. And so there is a letting go, and there is a saying, so long, farewell, and there is a a time for a new chapter to begin. Now what's changed from last summer, of course, is Saturn's gone into Capricorn, The nodes of fate are traveling through the sign of Leo, the north node. So it's trying to get you aligned with your purpose. And last summer, last May, it went into Leo. And then in the summer, it invited you to your new path. And if you didn't take it then, (laughs) now Saturn's gone into Capricorn and he's like, hey, 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 this is your path. Let's get serious. So people are really feeling the need to get serious and make some serious changes in their life, whether it's losing weight or going on a diet or having to deal with their heart problems or their whatever. It's a time of, okay, I have to get serious about this because time's a-wasting. And, of course, there's, a, there's an urgency to eclipses. Uh, there's an excellent article. I don't know if she still has it up, but it's probably one of the best articles I ever read on eclipses on Susan Miller's website on Astrology Zone. And she talks a lot about how 
potent they are and how we all go, oh, 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 because it wants to kind of burst a cosmic bubble inside of us. In this case, the eclipse is very potent, and it, we're going to talk about it. I'm going to have a webinar in at 7.30, so you're welcome to sign up on the new moon eclipse and also how to work with the energy. I do one every month, but this is a bigger one because it's on eclipse, right? So, um, but it's on my website. You can sign up. But also, this is the, the potency of this new energy because it's a 27. It's in an anoretic degree of Aquarius. Planets at 27, 28, 29 are considered uh, low in energy because they're releasing the life. They're letting things go. They're balancing. They're killing off. They're letting, you know, they're done. The energy of the sign is really finished. So 27, 28, really like, okay, we're done with this 30 degrees of Aquarius. We're ready for something new. And, the, of course, 29th is the culmination, so it kind of echoes back to the beginning when the planet went into the sign, but it also marks the finish. Now, this year is a big year because we have Jupiter going into a new sign, which, of course, happens every year, but we also have Saturn going into a new sign, Capricorn, that he's going to be in for three years. That happened in December. And in in May, we're going to have Uranus going into Taurus, and that happens once every eight years. So, and of course, earth and water want to grow things. <clears throat> so your chart is really feeling the urge and the, we know what's blocking you from growing, what's preventing you from taking forward, what's holding you back, what's limiting you. And you want to kind of look at that and say, okay, so how do I release this, shift this, move this around? What is preventing me from having the life I want? What is prevent? And of course, Saturn right now is in a lovely, uh, in this eclipse, he's in a lovely sextile and Venus is in Pisces, and she's in a lovely sextile to Saturn. Well, she's not in Pisces yet, but she will be in a couple of days. And she invites Saturn. She whispers in his ear. She says, Saturn, don't you really want this? Venus in her exaltation in Pisces on this eclipse whispers in each of our ears and says, don't you really want this? You know you want this. You know you want this. This is what your path is. This is your fate. And our job, when, when the planets whisper in our ears like this, sometimes they're shouting. I mean, I know some people are feeling, that planet is really noisy. I'm like, okay, it's, it's noisy because, you know, it's really on your butt. But if you're, you're kind of trying to tune in and float and flow, the energy of the eclipses culminates. But because we're in a release mode, south node, we're in the devil's tail. We're in the dragon's tail. We're in the wasting. We're in the last flash of the addiction last flash of the the story you know <clears throat> so yesterday some of you have been listening to this show for a long time and you know when i used to do my radio show with mary fitzpatrick so yesterday we had her memorial service out at uh, a beautiful restaurant out in queens that i'd never been to before um terrace on the park it was really lovely and her husband spoke and her she's from a big irish family so her siblings spoke and then different people you know spoke and it was really interesting to hear different people's reflections on mary and who she was and she got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and was dead in 59 days pretty quick uh for all of us who loved her to adjust to i don't think you ever really adjust to the loss of someone but one of the things her husband said to me, he says, you know, people are still listening to the Marianne show. I said, really? He said, yes. I said, wow, okay, because they can hear her voice, right? And one of the things that we lose 
when people leave is we lose their smell, their smell. I have powder in my bedroom, which is my mother used to use, and I smell it when I really miss her, right? We lose their voice. We don't hear their voice anymore. So there's people tuning into the show to hear her voice. So at the end, they said, anybody that wants to speak, get up. And this woman had come over to me at some point during the the memorial service and had said, you know, I, I listened to the Mary Ann show. She said, no offense, I don't want to want to listen to you. I said, no, no offense taken. You want to hear Mary? You don't want to hear me? I'm here. Um, so I got up and I said, you know, there's this thing I used to do with Mary. You know, she was also in all the other stuff she did. She also was a really good astrologer, and we used to do this radio show. And, you know, for those of you who would like to hear her voice or talk to her or hear her talk again, you know, here's a, here's a, here's a vehicle for you to go do that. And I can't, and her brother, her younger brother, gave out a picture of her when she was six. Now, Mary was striking. She was an albino. So she had brilliant white hair, brilliant blue eyes, and, of course, very, very pale skin. And, and the little picture, this little six-year-old girl, just, you know, adorable, right? And that was who she was in real life, too. But it was, the, you know, an awareness of the losses, an awareness of time passing, awareness of people leaving. And I knew it was going to be a bad funeral, not a bad funeral, but next to me is sitting a woman named Donna, right? Now my mother's name is Donna, right? Uh, My dead mother's name is Donna. So I'm kind of having my own Donna thing, and I'm also at this funeral of my friend. So you want to watch for the the correlations, and and it was a big correlation, and I came home and, cried my eyes out, which was a good, healthy thing to do. But it also cleared something really important, you know. And I want you to watch in your life for this eclipse to bring you uh, the message, to show you something, to help you see it on a different level, help you understand it on a different level, help you understand the energy of releasing and what it's for. Because the only thing we get to take with ourselves When we leave, mm-hmm, the only we don't get to take any time. No Maxine Waters taking back your time. We don't get to take our money. We don't get to take any of the stuff we've accumulated. The only thing we get to take is love. That's it. That's it. That's the only thing that goes. Or pain, you know, and sometimes when I look at people's charts and they're in a painful relationship with somebody, and I'm like, oh, this was a bad one the last lifetime too. You know, you're back to work out the pain you know, and, you know, so watch, watch where the relationships are in your life. What is inspiring you? And the sirens are agreeing with me. What is inspiring you to go towards love? What is, what is calling your heart? Ceres is out of bounds on this new moon eclipse, and it is pushing towards the north node. The new, the new moon eclipse has a bucket shape. The handle is Ceres on the north node of fate. North node of fate is on the world axis. And then there's a number of trines and sextiles and all these cool things, but they're all reporting into series, saying, what is it you want to create in the sign of Leo that you love, north node on the world axis, that is your fated point to do? What is your path? What is it called to? And so as we go into this week ahead, as we release, 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 then we hit to Thursday and we begin again because new moon happens Thursday. The eclipse happens uh, at 4.05 p.m. on Thursday afternoon, February 15th, we start again. 
we begin again. We have this new energy of creation. And so our job is to say, okay, okay, release, 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 create. And just watch the flow of energy. Watch the releasing happen between now and Thursday night. And then watch the beginnings come forward after Thursday. And you'll really feel the shift because this puppy's big and it is definitely potent. Um, So it's only a two-page week this week, which is good because we have an eclipse and we really don't need more than two pages on an eclipse week because then we all just want to go to bed and stay there for the week. Um, So let's do the moons. Uh, The moons, and of course this week is also Mardi Gras, right? That Tuesday, Mardi Gras. Tuesday, Grafat, Shrove Tuesday, Ash Wednesday on Wednesday, beginning of Lent. St. Valentine's Day is on Wednesday. Now, I'm just going to say chocolate is important, and let's start Lent on Thursday. (laughs) For those of you Valentine people, and a shout-out to Lucy, our lovely Lucy, who mailed Rose and Kate and I chocolate, and I am going to write a thank you note when I can find them again. so watch for the chocolate, watch for the uh, watch for the wonderful stuff, and, and, and really give them chocolate on Ash Wednesday, even though it's the beginning of Lent. Or give it to on Tuesday night. <laughs> then we have the new moon eclipse on Thursday, and then we start the Chinese New Year on Friday, okay? And this is the year of the dog. Now, dogs are nice animals. So this last year was a fire rooster, right? All over the place, wildness. This year is a dog, all right? So you get you get a whole different feeling. Last year, fire and air, cha 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 cha, burning, burning, burning. Everybody on fire. Everybody yelling. Dog. Think golden retriever at your feet, curled up, puts his little head on your knee, looks at you, gazes at you. You know, dog. It's a good. It's going to be a nice year. Thank you, thank you, Chinese New Year, for giving us the dog to look forward to. And so the week has a lot of energy. So we are in Capricorn Moon now, tonight. <clears throat> We're going to be in Capricorn Moon tomorrow. Closing aspect is 12.43 a.m. Uh, Tuesday night, uh, to, you know, early in the morning, like late Monday, early Tuesday morning. The moon is void until 10.11 a.m. on Tuesday morning when it goes into Aquarius. Closing aspect is a square to Uranus. So today, tomorrow release days, letting go of things, breaking up with things, ending things. Of course, we're in eclipse mode. We're letting go. Moon goes into Aquarius, uh, t- uh, 10, 11 a.m. on the 13th, the 14th. Goes void at 4.05 p.m. with a conjunction to the sun. Now, moon conjunct sun is generally good, but this is the eclipse new moon. So it's got an energy of releasing old stuff as well as beginning new stuff. And remember, whenever we have a conjunction, we end old and we bring in new. So this is a little bigger than the the usual ones. And our job with this is to know, okay, we're letting go, we're letting go. And that conjunction takes place at 4.05 p.m. Um, in New York or in Washington East Coast, adjust for your time zone. And it's a solar eclipse, so the sun goes away. And it's a partial solar eclipse because the, the eclipse is at, the nodes are at 15 and the eclipse is at 27. So uh, it's kind of a ways away from it, but it's, you know, they're talking to each other. Then the moon is void from 4.05 in the afternoon on Thursday to 9.42 when it enters Pisces. It's in Pisces Thursday night, Friday, Chinese New Year, woohoo, and then it goes into uh, 
Pisces on Saturday, going void at 5.17 p.m. with a trine to Jupiter. Okay, moon in Pisces, trine Jupiter. So Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, excellent days. Now, if you break up with somebody Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, go out Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. I had one client, she worked for a very long time on this guy, really loved him, and he just wasn't able to do it. Just And finally she, she realized he's just not really able to do it. And it was a long process. So she kind of looked at him and it clicked, and she went, this is done. And she walked out of the bar where they were hanging out, and she walked next door into the liquor store or into like a store. It wasn't a, wasn't a bar, but it – and the guy there is her husband now, right? She walked in with her girlfriend, and they were going to pick up something, and he just started talking to her, and then it was done. I had dinner uh, reading earlier today. <laughs> One of my clients sent this guy. seemed like a really nice guy, you know, nice tourist. You know, really nice chart, really good good guy. You can tell he's just a good guy. And uh, it gets to the end of the reading, and he's like, so, like, I'm dating your friend, you know, my client. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, like this is really nice, like, like really good. This is great. He said, well, she told me that I had to have the reading before I told you. And I'm like, okay, I'm in. You know, I'm, thumbs up. I said, her father likes you, right? He goes, yeah, her father really likes me. I'm like, hey, we're good to go. And, you know, because her dad is a Scorpio and he always knows what's good, for, what's good and what's not good. So hats off. Let's go. Forward we move. So, and, and he met her in a Starbucks, right? So you can meet the beloved wherever. And this is, you know, the weekend, the weekend with that moon in Pisces working the Venus in Pisces. Excellent weekend to go out on dates. Okay, now Trines and Jupiter, so a little excess there, but it's definitely a really nice weekend. Then we have the moon go void at 5.13 at night, Saturday night, and then it goes into Aries 7.05 in the morning on the 18th, and that's also the day when the sun enters Pisces and the sun in Ari- moon in Aries is in Aries Sunday, the 18th, the 19th, and goes void at 6.11 with a conjunction to Uranus. So if you get dumped in the next few days... You know, go out Thursday night, Friday night, uh, and Saturday during the day, being home by 5.15 when the moon goes void. <laughs> and forward you go. But it is a big week, and there will be a lot of uh, forward motions in this. Other things going on this week besides Ash Wednesday, Mardi Gras, Lent, uh, Chinese New Year, and Valentine's Day, and the Eclipse. Hey, you know, we also have next week President's Day, so three-day weekend that we're coming up on um forward into the energy a lot of shifting this week uh so first up you know venus went into pisces uh today or yesterday actually at 11:28 p.m um i'm sorry she goes into pisces at the end of mercury goes into pisces venus went into pisces on the 10th on saturday so she's in she's entering a sextile relationship to the new moon um, and the sun this week is going from 22 uh, Aquarius to 26 Aquarius, and it meets the partnership planet on Valentine's Day, the 14th. So sun joins Juno and says this is a forward motion for partnership. It also has a sextile to Uranus on the 13th, which is a creative energy. The sun's in late degrees Aquarius, and it's talking to Aries, Uranus and Aries at late degrees of Aries. Uranus and Aries at late degrees of Aries. So that sextile is kind of pushing us forward, right, and encouraging us to go 
for what our you know what our true heart vision is or our true understanding of what we want the eclipse we talked about already we'll talk a little bit more about it and then the sun goes through 27 28 of aquarius and then it and it joins mercury on the 17th now mercury sun combust is a pretty opinionated placement so the person goes this is exactly what i want or this is not at all what i want and that happens just a minute or two after the eclipse so this eclipse is a pretty opinionated eclipse <laughs> meaning people are going to be really clear i'm in i'm out this is working for me this isn't working for me and it's really kind of not negotiable so i i would encourage you if it's an out thank them bless them if you're out, thank them, bless them. If they're leaving you, thank them, bless them. It is really freeing you up. And, and Saturn really is working on your best behalf with the sextile to Venus. Um, and then we have the sun entering uh, Pisces on February 18th at 12.17 p.m., marking the last month of winter. Mercury this week goes from uh, 20 Aquarius through zero Pisces. Um, and so it's going to have a uh, bunch of aspects, and most importantly is it goes and plays with the node of fate by declination on the 13th. And it, it plays with the south node. So this is a no or a release. And I had a couple people last week negotiating deals, and I'm like, well, the one that this day you want to kind of, and then and that came the no. And they were like, oh, I said, well, no, it just means you're clear. You're not getting that. Now let's go work on what you are getting. So this is a week of no on the on the 17th, on the 13th, and just kind of go, well, whatever the no is, it's best. Because these are, these are big aspects, and Mercury in Aquarius really knows, I don't want to say knows what's best for you, but helps wants to help you see the pattern that you keep repeating that maybe isn't productive. And so when it hits that south node, it goes, do you see this pattern? And you might see it. You know, I was sitting here muttering about something earlier in the morning, and I'm like, well, you know, Ann, you create this for yourself. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, so who's saying that to me? <laughs> I'm like, I'm saying that to you. Why do you do stuff like this? And I'm like, well, because, you know, and I'm like, no, explaining. Just fix it. You know, like, like I'm having this fight in my head, right? Very crazy energy. And so when the little voice in your head goes, well, just fix it, just fix it. <laughs> and so I tried to. I mean, I didn't complete it, but I moved forward a couple of giant steps instead of whining and complaining about it, right? So this is also a week where people are going to be a little less interested in hearing your excuses. It's about doing it, not about excuses. And that can be hard sometimes because Saturn, you know, when he starts getting on your case, like, well, just friggin' do it. Um, so Mercury hits that node, releases, and you get a no. And then he has a square to Jupiter on the 13th, which is actually, and I, I, a good friend of mine is a psychic, and, you know, she does a lot of stuff. And I remember being in an elevator once when a woman said to her, well, you know, my girlfriend just dumped me. And she looked at her and she said, and you're really actually pretty pleased about that because you wanted to get rid of her. <laughs> And I looked at her, and I looked at the woman. You know, you, you know, you're kind of in an elevator. What do you do? And the woman goes, "What?" She goes, "You're kind of happy. You wanted to get rid of her. Well, she did the dirty work for you." And the woman paused for a second, and she went, "Yeah, you're right." So that's the dirty work aspect. Uh, Mercury square Jupiter. Okay. In other words, Mercury's in Aquarius. He's square in Jupiter and Scorpio. 
So there's some dirty work that needs to be done. Something needs to be said. It's actually a great day for an intervention. You know, if you want to try and get somebody to stop doing something, drinking, drugging, whatever. This is intervention week, too, 13th and 14th. Uh, Mercury is sextile to uh, Eris, pushing us into kind of a new energy. And then she's got a Mercury sextile to Uranus, saying, ooh, 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 fun, fun, fun. That's on the 15th. And then Mercury meets Juno, wants to partner, wants to commit, wants to say yes. Now, remember, the sun met her on the 14th, and Mercury goes yes on the 16th. So this is a, there's positive commitments here, too. Remember, endings bring in new beginnings. We often focus on the ending, fail to see the new beginning, but the new beginning is right there if we choose to look at it. And then we have this Mercury entering Pisces on the 17th at 1127 at night. Now, when Mercury goes into Pisces, he loses his pithiness. So this week, very pithy Mercury going to be saying stuff to you next week he might deny it but this week he's saying stuff um venus is going from five pisces to seven almost eight pisces and she has a sextile to saturn on february 15th as part of the eclipse and i want to encourage venus sextile saturn encourages you to take yourself seriously to take your life seriously to take what you love seriously remember the north nodes in leo and venus is in pisces exalted sign of her exaltation and she's in a collaborative working energy with saturn the sign of karma and your work in the world excellent excellent eclipse for launching new stuff um, or launching new ideas or saying okay where i want to go um, she does have a little anxiety attack, Venus does. No, that's kind of how it happens. You know, you launch something and you go, oh. She has an anxiety attack on the 17th. And whatever that is, you know, whatever the whatever the aggression is or whatever the negative voice is or whatever the, the thing in your head or maybe somebody's saying something to you, just ignore it. Okay, do take time to ignore that on the 17th. Mark that as mean, bo- mean girl day, mean boy day, mean voice day. And even if you're being mean to yourself, <laughs> go mean to me day and just ignore yourself that day. Then we have Venus contraparallel Uranus on the 18th kind of pointing out a way to break free and to move in a different direction. This week we do have Mars parallel Pluto on the 12th and in a sesquiquadrate to Uranus on the 12th. So we can expect upsets in the Olympics. We can expect some kind of grumbling and war energy whenever that Mars and Pluto are hanging out lately. We seem to have some kind of shooting, and that's going to be on the 12th. And then Mars is square Neptune on the 17th, which is working for your dream. Uh, Jupiter is parallel Pallas Athena, on the 14th, pointing out the patterns to you and showing you things you need to see, you need to look at. And then uh, Uranus this week is sextile and uh, sextile with Uranus and contraparallel, I'm sorry, sextile with Juno and contraparallel to Juno. So let's think about that. Juno's the partnership planet. So in one case, he's working collaboratively with her. In another case, he's saying, you know, I really don't want to partner with you. So this is kind of getting fobbed off on somebody. This is 13th and the 14th. This is why it's a breakup week. I really love you. It's not you, it's me. You know, I, I'm just not ready. I, I can't commit yet. I, I don't really I don't really know, right? And so we go, okay, you don't really know. Hmm. All right, I get it, I get it. Uh, and then they go, Whew. like my friend Patty said to the woman in the elevator, you're really happy that she dumped you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, mm, mm. 
watch where the happiness comes because there is a relief sometimes when action is taken and then suddenly you're not responsible anymore or suddenly the, the anxiety is over. Also, this is a week you can run some anxiety. Watch for it to shift after we have the eclipse. So if you're running anxious, you're having trouble sleeping, all part of the eclipse, trying to release stuff. Vesta is squared Neptune on the 13th, which is really good clearing energy, uh, releasing things around your home. And Vesta is trying to the North Node on the 17th, saying, okay, there's a real opportunity there to make your house your home, to make your nest your nest, to kind of say, okay, we're settling into the nest. And Pallas Athena has a hard aspect, uh, to a parallel, uh, to the south node on the 18th, and that kind of pushes her into saying, well, I did see it, I did notice it, there were red flags, and now I'm on the other side of it and I see the red flags. I get the red flags. And that's okay. Remember, we're not supposed to be perfect at this life thing. This is a journey. We're in the school of life. (laughs) And the homework assignments right now kind of suck. But if we do our homework and we do our work, we will find when we get to the other side that we really, you know, we really figured some stuff out. And and I think one of the things we want to be with each other this week is kind. Because everybody's going through this eclipse. Everybody's letting go of something they don't need anymore. And our job is to really honor that whatever that is, we're ready to let it go. We're really, really ready to let it go. And... uh that's really all I have to say this week. I have 30 seconds left, according to the British lady. So there'll be a webinar on the eclipse, and the eclipse is a pretty potent one. It's a western eclipse with the handles being that north node and series out of bounds. So it's got a great deal of energy around creativity, and the handle is on the note of fate, inviting you, inviting you, begging you, pleading with you to go live your best life. And on that note, I'm going to hang up and feed the cats. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.